Pack Box Talk, and this is Horse Stories with a Purpose. Who are we? We are equine educators, but we are owners. We are judges. We are competitors. We are coaches. We are volunteers. We are moms. We are horse owners just like you, and we want to share our horse stories with a purpose. Welcome to Extension Horses Tech Box Talk Series, Horse Stories with a Purpose. I'm your host, Dr. Cassini with Oklahoma State University. And today we have one of our favorite guests, um, our multi-episode uh, supplement extraordinaire. We have Dr. Carrie Williams back with us. So welcome back, Carrie. Uh, uh, nice intro. Uh, thank you for inviting me back. <laughs> so we're going to try to do uh, sort of a, a wrap up to our supplement series. And I know it's been a while, but uh, Carrie's been extremely busy this summer. We've been trying to uh, cross paths and it's been a little tough. Uh, but uh, that's our our attempt today is to kind of do some summaries of these uh, supplements that we've talked about um, and make sure that everybody out there is the best consumer um, they can be. So question, I think I'm going to start with maybe a big question and then we'll get to the nuts and bolts. So you talked in previous episodes about being a, a good consumer. You sort of talked about you know, kind of doing your research and, and trying a product for a while and being very critical in evaluating the horse, um, whether or not it's it's doing a difference. But before one does that, you have to make a decision on what am I going to purchase? So how does one be a consumer? What are some good steps to take? And even which one do I pick? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that that's the million dollar question right there. Um, and uh, y- you know me me as a horse owner. Um, and yes, I'm I'm involved in the research, so I at least have a little idea where to start. But uh, knowing that I have a lot of friends and a lot of people at the barn that I talk to um, that don't have any idea where to start. Um, for example, let's take a joint supplement. I want a joint supplement. Uh, I don't even know where to begin. You know, you type horse joint supplements online, uh, you know, into Google and you get, you know, thousands of them. Um, so, so here's what I like to do. And, uh, you know, I, I know I kind of mentioned this to you. This is kind of my, my love hate relationship, um, with this website, but actually, um, I, I, I'm going to talk people through what the love of this website is and it's smart pack. Um, so, and I know a lot of you out there probably going, what? she just, said a company name. And it's because they put all of their information in one place. You don't have to go to 50,000 different websites. It's all right there. So for instance, if I'm doing a consult for somebody and they've got uh, four different products that they have questions about and they would like to try, and they ask me which one's better, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to uh, smartpack.com and I'm going to go to their joint uh, supplement category and I'm going to compare all four of these supplements side by side. I'm going to pick a Cosequin. I'm going to pick a Smartpack. I'm going to pick a, um, and I'm looking at it right now as I'm talking, leg up. And then I'm going to do... Um, uh, Flex Max, uh, and those are completely random, and I'm going to put them all on a chart right in front of me. So I can then go through the chart and I can say that, oh, I'm looking at all four of them right next to one another, and now I can see that I want the highest level of glucosamine. 
Well, I can see all of the different levels of the glucosamines, and I can see that the FlexMax has the most out of the four that I picked. But yet, I want some other products in there, but FlexMax doesn't have any of those products in there. But it's all right on one page right in front of you. So that's at least a good place to start if you have an idea. Say you had four different friends and they all gave you a recommendation of something. Um, you know, so you can kind of look at those four supplements right in front of you and you can look at what's the highest. Some of their, um, some of their things actually, let's take another category. Let's take electrolytes because I love talking about that one and how high the, the salt needs to be in there. You go to their electrolyte page and right at the top, and it's actually kind of funny, and I think this goes along exactly with what we're saying. You go to the top of their electrolyte page, and it says, not sure where to start. <laughs> so, I mean, they already know that people are, are having problems with where to start. They have already built in an electrolyte supplement comparison chart. And it basically has all of the ones, granted, it's all the ones they sell, but there's probably 20 of them on here. And it breaks down the cost per day, um, how much sugar is in it, because if you don't remember from the last podcast when we talked about electrolytes, they shouldn't have sugar in them. So it talks about that, and then it tells you how much sodium is in there along with all the other electrolytes. So you can really do the comparisons. And and frankly, if you have no idea where to start, that that's where I would start. You can at least do that. Um, I will say they're also good with their research. They do... Um, pay, uh, publish um, a lot of the research on whatever products or ingredients are there too. So it's kind of a, a dumping warehouse, I guess, for information on supplements. So did they list it? Um, and, and I know math is, is hard and maybe we'll just do a few simple examples, but do they do it like per gram, per dose, per scoop? Because that seems to really confuse people a lot as well. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. Um, they do, when they're on the comparison chart, or at least the one that they made, and right now I'm looking at the electrolyte one, it's all on the same unit, and their unit is milligrams. So it's all in, in milligrams, and I believe it's milligrams per dose, and that's the only thing I'm not seeing right now, so I'd probably need to look into it a little bit more to see exactly what milligrams. So like, uh, you know, it says one, yeah, and we'll just not use company names, but electrolyte number one has 7,000 milligrams of sodium, but number two has 4,700 milligrams of sodium, and number three has 15 milligrams of sodium. So if that's all on a per dose basis, you know that electrolyte number three is is pretty poor in terms of the amount of sodium that it's going to give. So that that is good. They do all all put everything along those lines. The only thing that's not good is some of them you would have to convert because, yeah, when you do some of the comparisons across different uh, supplements, you might get so many grams in one, but so many ounces in another. Um, but what you won't get is scoops. They will always at least give you, uh, you know, one scoop is 23 milligrams and, you know, they'll kind of do some of the conversions for you. Okay. So they've taken some of the, the heavy lifting on the math side out. Some of it. Yeah. 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 Okay. And I suppose like it's easier in some of those uh, micronutrient, well, not nutrients, micro things. Mm -hmm. um, they're not always technically a nutrient. Exactly. Uh, some of those, uh, trying to speak carefully. Um, but I know people, I, I think they must think we're all insane when some things are in grams, some are in percentages, some are in milligrams, some are in international units. 
some per pound. And like, it's so confusing to people to, to sort all of that out. So this is a much simpler way, but I always tell people like you can Google, like if you don't remember how many grams are in an ounce, your magic computer device will do that for you. (laughs) (laughs) And I can't even keep all those conversions in my head. I'm, I'm, you know, I can do math, but you know, it's always nice to have a, a little bit of help sometimes. So absolutely. The online converters are fantastic. And you can even put the number right in. You can go, hey, hey, Google, how many grams is five ounces? You know, and voila, it'll spit it out for you. <laughs> there you go. So make it make life easier for you. So I'm curious, though, before we leave that particular um, website, you said you have a, a love hate. So you talked about the love. I'm kind of <laughs> curious about the hate. <laughs> So this actually stems back to when they were a new, uh, new company, new website. And, um, you know, somehow I got on their mailing list. So I got all of their wonderful uh, catalogs. And one of the catalogs that I got that sticks in my head, and I'm sure I probably have it on my bookshelves in my office somewhere. Um, I use it in class every once in a while, um, was the title of it was the top 10 supplements that your senior horse needs. So we could already in the title say what's wrong with that. Top 10, 10 supplements that your senior horse needs. Exactly. That is a lot. And, you know, it starts off number one, joint. Okay. Your senior horse needs a joint supplement. Really? Do they all, do they all need a, a joint supplement? Um, you know, and number two, so then there was coat, there was, uh, you know, oh, exercise, there's electrolytes. And I mean, 10, I can't even come up with 10 off the top of my head. <laughs> um, so I can see people saying, I have a senior horse and it's not on any of these. So now I need to go to their website and they make it so easy to buy them all in little smart packs and you don't even need to see them because you can ship them to your barn and your barn manager will feed your horse whatever is in that strip of supplements. And lo and behold, you have 10 or sometimes even more if there's two wells for one supplement. You've got 10 different wells of supplements, but yet you have no idea what all the things that are in there. And we were just talking about math. So all 10 of those supplements Half of those, maybe even more, probably have overlapping ingredients, whether it's magnesium or, or or God forbid, selenium. You know, some of these things that at really high levels can start getting toxic. It makes me really, really scared um, when people just blindly go and click the boxes, buy the supplements, and they don't even really look closely as to do, does their horse really need them and um, what's in them. Okay. So now I've got maybe some, this is deeper, harder questions. So um, you often hear people that say they, they do their own research and in our world, um, if we talk about that, that means like, oh, we got to pull blood and collect. (laughs) (laughs) That's what do your own research means, but (laughs) it's hard, dirty work. Um, so if somebody is is trying to to other than just looking at here's how much this one has and here's how much this one is um and trying to understand whether these things are are shown to work in an animal or not how because people have so much more access to you know Google Scholar these days there's Absolutely. a lot of things you don't have to be logged into a university library system to have access to to research um how should an, an average horse owner approach that? Or even should they? 
you know, for those enthusiastic folks, is it better just to read popular press and like go with that way or dig into it? And that is a good point. There are some popular press magazines that have done a very good job with contacting people like you and I to say, hey, I really want to write a, a an article for the lay person, but I want it to be scientific. And, you know, I can say it because, I, you know, they asked me to do this a lot. I mean, thehorse.com does a fantastic job with really getting to the scientific sources. So there are a lot of those sorts of publications out there. If you want uh, and I keep going back to joint because I opened up the web page and it's sitting in front of me. You know, if you want a joint product or if your horse has joint issues, um, I, I can guarantee the horse.com has talked to all of the experts in the country that have done research on joints and injuries and, and, and things. So, you know, definitely starting with something like that and Googling that to see what's out there is a good idea. What is not a good idea? And I have to say this along with the, those that are not, um, all of those, and I won't give any names because I'm not involved with any of them, but all of those forums that are out there, there are, you could probably spend weeks or months on all of these forums getting personal opinions about different products or what you should use. It will probably make your head spin more than it already is because you are going to get probably uh, totally different answers. You can get someone loving one thing and someone hating the exact same thing. Um, and I think those sorts of, of forums for a question like this on supplements that deals specifically with your horse is not a good idea. <laughs> so stay away from those. But um, yes, popular press are good. Reach out to your your extension person in your state. You know, there's there's one for every state. And granted, we all don't have nutritional expertise, but we know where to find someone who does. You know, uh, Chris, you and I are in a great network of, of extension specialists and, you know, we help each other out. We can always go somewhere and help uh, others out if they really need um, or have a specific question that they can't find answers to. Yeah, that's a, a great point. And um, I mean, literally before we started recording, um, you and I were talking about a specific issue to see if you'd had the same experience that I had. So so literally that network of people, if you reach out to us and at the end, I'll do a little plug to remind everybody how you reach out to us. Um, yeah, if you don't have an antioxidant specialist in your state, it turns out we know her. So. <laughs> exactly. So, so we all um, actually work together pretty closely or great at exchanging information yeah. and can find answers for people. Yeah. Yeah, and I think a good point, too, is, you know, your question is probably similar to one that might have been asked last month or last year or whenever. And and lo and behold, hey, I have the answer to that because, you know what, someone else just asked me that and I already reached out to her and I already know the answer. So, you know, chances are that you're not the only one with that question. Mm -hmm. um, so so I think that's that's good, too. Um, if you are really, really interested and you want to go to Google Scholar and, and dig through all the research, by all means, go for it. But um, I think that can be a little head spinning as well. And that wouldn't be top on my list of places to start. I, I would find out, um, you know, who's the expert that might be able to help you weed through some of that first. Yeah. And, I, I, you know, I might point out just trying to do our, you know, maybe some education here too. So, um, you know, things appear that are only in abstract form versus what is gone through a thorough peer review process. And those are different. Um, I know the layperson isn't probably going to understand or, or we well, can teach them right now, but like what goes to a meeting 
um, and is presented at a meeting is not always the final thing that might actually show up in a, in a paper. So kind of keeping that um, in the back of your mind, those are like almost preliminary, like, hey guys, this is what we found. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, you know, Google Scholar is pretty good. It doesn't have all everything out there, um, but, you know, it does have a lot of stuff. And I mean, granted, you know, sometimes if you're not affiliated with university, you're going to have to buy the publication. But that's why I think it's good to go to your specialist that is involved with the university. If there really is something you want, chances are they can get it or they have it or they even know the author of it <laughs> and right. they can put you in contact with them. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, I get that that request a lot for some of my papers or, you know, hey, can you summarize your paper? And then let's go back to the horse.com. I've also been interviewed on, you know, a lot of the work that I've done. So, yeah. yeah. And there's, you know, these days, there's so many great resources of, of people like us. It's not just extension, but, um, you know, our research fellow research faculty as well, um, that put out a lot of great information in all sorts of media these days. So it, it's, you, you don't feel alone out there that we're we're not hiding information from anybody. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm also not uh, telling you not to listen to your trainer or barn manager or uh, you know. I know one we haven't talked about yet, veterinarian. Um, you know, but they might only know a, a small subset of things too, or they might only know what they have exposure to. Um, so it's, it's not a bad idea to, you know, to talk to someone like us who's in the research world, um, you know, and even give us, uh, you know, Hey, my, my trainer says this, what do you think? And, you know, I'm, Granted, I don't know how many times I've said, well, I'm not going to say your trainer's wrong. <laughs> But <laughs> if I were feeding you my horse, <laughs> this is what I would do. So those are always fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely have had um, consulted on some that I was like, oh, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, no, that's good. Um, all right. I said, I think we wanted to do like a, a simple math example here. All right. So we're going to try to do this, um, you know, listening, which is harder sometimes than visualizing. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to toss you an, an easy one here. You ready? Here, you're oh going to walk us through this. I'm scared. You got this. You got this. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give you a super, super easy one. Buy it in. You know yes. where this is going. Oh, yes. Because, you know, for us, we always, we actually know the requirement. We can just spit it out. It's pretty easy because mm -hmm. somehow this is a factoid that gets ingrained in horse people's brains. So I'll let you answer it. What is the recommended for hoof health, right? For hoof growth. Mm -hmm. What is the recommended amount of biotin the horse needs to get results? Mm -hmm. So 20 grams per day on top of their already balanced diet. So whenever we're talking about this, diet already has to be balanced okay milligrams right oh milligrams did i say grams i'm sorry <laughs> don't worry i got you See? back we all do it we all do it <laughs> okay all right 20 milligrams uh per day so now i'm gonna look and i've got a feed tag that lists biotin on the feed tag so first question am i am i good to go because biotin's on the feed tag absolutely not because you can have 0.01 milligrams in that container, in that that serving or in that bag of biotin, and they can put it on the feed label. Okay. You have no idea how much is that. All right. 
Here you go. And I'm going to toss you the math question, get your calculator out. <laughs> so my feed tag says it's 1.5 milligrams of biotin per pound. Mm -hmm. Am I going to do it? Per 1.5 per pound. So, and I need 20, right? Yep. So I need 20, 1.5. Well, I can tell you that's probably not going to happen um, <laughs> because I'm going to need, what, seven? Yeah, see, I, I even need my calculator to do this. <laughs> What's the answer? How many pounds do I need? I need, yeah, 14 pounds. Okay, so 14 pounds, is that typically a, a little bit more than we're feeding a pony per day? <laughs> yeah, that that's quite a bit more, unless that's, uh, unless that's hay, which more than likely it's probably not hay because you said it was a supplement. So yeah, that, that's quite a bit more than what you're going to be feeding. Yeah. So to me, if I wanted a good hoof supplement, that would not be it. Absolutely. So that's one of my favorite ones um, to use. And I'm not picking on any because I've just looked at lots of feed tags over the years. But it's a, a quick, easy one to go like, oh, wow, there, there's no way I'm going to be feeding that horse 14 pounds of that feed unless he is some like really, really hard keeper, super unthrifty. Like, my goodness, that's a lot of feed. And then we'd yeah. be breaking it up for feeding and things like that. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, that's the big lesson, you know, um, when something is listed in a concentration on a tag, concentrations mean nothing if I don't know how much you're feeding. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, and what is our big sermon when people tell us what we're feeding or they tell us what they're feeding their horse? What is the question we always ask that they never know the answer to? What kind of hay do you have? Okay. So yes, they never know that answer. And how many pounds are you feeding? There you go. I mean, across the board, guys, if yeah. you're going to talk to it, uh, and your extension educator or specialist, just do it ahead of time. Just you know it. we're going to ask. <laughs> just do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So the other one I like, too, and I kind of briefly mentioned this earlier, but was... Um, you know, they have, and magnesium to me is the other, the other one. Um, but you know, because people want it and everything and they want it in really high amounts and, you know, they're on these calming supplements that, you know, might have, and, and now this is where I'm getting the grams from. Now I'm, we're talking grams, you know, it might have 30 grams of magnesium in, you know, two scoops of that supplement. So, uh, it, but what, what else are you feeding? So, oh yeah, I'm also on a joint supplement. Um, and I'm on a balancer pellet because my horse has, you know, crappy hay and I feel like it needs a balancer pellet. Um, uh, but then it needs a little more energy. So I'm on a fortified rice bran. And I guarantee if you look at all of those labels and then you start adding it up, you got 30 grams in your supplement, probably have at least 10 grams in, uh, in the balancer pellet. And then you probably have another two or three, uh, in there, but then we're not even taking into account what's in the hay. And I have no idea what's in your hay because you didn't get it tested, but <laughs> there's probably at least another 10 to 15. Sometimes it's even more in that. So, you know, now, now you're talking about, uh, you know, and I've got my, my little math in front of me. Cause I don't even remember the numbers I just told you. Um, yeah, we got 52 grams of magnesium in your horse's diet. What's the upper limit? Well, what do horses need? They need less than 10. Um, but uh, 
what's the upper safe limit? Um, you know, I toss around 30. I don't really think they need more than 30. Mm -hmm. Um, you start getting more than that and you start coming up with problems and this horse is got getting 52 grams. So that's, um, you know, that's the other kind of math thing. I like people to take a look at, um, don't be afraid and look at your labels. Yeah. Just right. And again, we're willing to help with math and maybe we don't do it off the top of our head. We do use Excel sheets. (laughs) There's a secret that we actually do. do. (laughs) Um, But, but yeah, definitely reach out if you need help with that. But that's always, I can't echo that enough. It is everything that goes in their mouth that you have to account for, not just one piece. So yeah, absolutely. All right. Now we're going to do the, what other words of wisdom? Again, this is our supplement summary wrap up review here. What, what do we need to maybe either repeat or tell them about a little bit more depth before we let you go into your vast academic life? (laughs) You know, there, there was something that, that just occurred to me that actually is kind of nice. Um, and it's, it's another website. Um, but it's kind of fun. And I, I wish I had all the time in the world to, uh, to help her out because there's a, a nutrition colleague of mine has started a website called RateMyHorseSupplement.com. Doesn't that sound like okay. fun? Um, and she has spent an extreme uh, amount of time really just diving into a handful. And granted, I only say a handful because I think right now on her website, there's only 23 supplements and that's in the world we live in where there's, you know, millions. Um, but it's, it's a lot of the popular ones and it's a lot of ones that she gets people asking them questions about and she gives them a rating, you know, on a five-star rating and really dives into the ingredients, the research, the amounts that are in it, um, the quality, it, it's a little bit of everything. And she's got some fun things to read through if anyone is interested or just to see if your your supplement is on her list and if she likes it or not. That's what's fun too. Uh, uh, you know, and I've, I've talked to her a lot, uh, you know, about how she's picked them. And she says, usually over the years, it's ones that, uh, you know, she's seen some media hype about. So she wants to find out for herself if there really is something to the media hype. Um, but she really gets in touch with the companies. She asks them questions. Mm-hmm. She's got information on company communication, on their feeding directions, on the ingredients, the guaranteed analysis, and then the cost. And she really breaks it down in summary, you know, should you really feed this product or not. So um, so that would be a kind of a fun one just to to take a look at. Um, and and I really say she she's all about getting research done on the product before it, it comes out. So okay. again, that's uh, ratemyhorsesupplement.com. So, All right, fun. We might have to take a look at that one. Yeah, I would love to have like helped pitch in on some of that because, you know, as obviously everybody's seen, supplements is kind of what my uh, my fun thing to, uh, to talk about and do. So mm-hmm. well, fun. That sounds like a, a fun little resource. I'm looking it up right now and I have to mm-hmm. uh, Google through or, or scroll through some of those. So yeah. Okay. Well, Carrie, as always, a complete pleasure to have you back. Um, And now just to ask, there's been no injuries to the young horse. We're doing good. You're able to ride him. You have to ask that, don't you? Because no, so far, no. But now that you said that, I feel like I'm going to be emailing you in a few days going like, I told you not to ask me that. (laughs) 
No, we've had a pretty good summer, knock on wood. So let's hope it keeps up and I can get to a few more shows in the fall. But yeah, he's okay. he's young and growing and definitely has his growth spurts. But uh, so far, so good. <laughs> Very good. We don't have to do anything about feet issues or splints or <laughs> good to go. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. Fingers crossed. Like I said, we'll knock on some wood here. Thank you. Um, well, again, really, really appreciate um, your time today. We'll also put, um, I'll go ahead and relist your article that you have summary of your supplements. So that's super handy. Um, I might also put a couple links to um, some of those websites that you talked about as well for people to review. Um, certainly, uh, if you are interested in anything or specific topics, you can reach out directly to us at extensionhorses at gmail.com. Um, and we can get you into contact with one of our uh, fellow educators that are experts in the field. And don't forget to rate us. So that's a, if you like the podcast, make sure you give us a big thumbs up so that other people can find it. Um, because we want to share our information with as many people as possible. Yeah. And if they missed any of them, go back and listen to them because, you know, there's a whole lot of information you've, you've done. Have you calculated how many you've done so far? It's over a hundred. We, we went past our, our hundredth episode, I think a few back this summer when everybody was busy. So we didn't have a chance to have fanfare or anything. Um, but, but definitely if people have ideas or, you know, there's topics we love um, visiting with our fellow colleagues. That's what's so fun about this podcast mm -hmm. is I get a chance to chat with, um, people in the biz that we know and uh, try to bring more information to our listeners. So, awesome. all right, I've stolen enough of your time. We've got other meetings that we've got to do today, I'm sure. Um, so we're going to go ahead and sign off. So this has been our Tech Talks podcast.